Welcome to the Six Figure Event Podcast. Here we get real about what it takes to build extraordinary wealth as an entrepreneur, business owner, and event planner. We'll go places others won't, diving into the nitty gritty how-tos of events, strategy, sponsorship, and marketing. Plus, we have exciting interviews with those who've mastered their own craft and a segment called Interviews with Sponsors, where we get the lowdown of what sponsors really look for when sponsoring an event. This is where we win the event space together. I'm your host, Alicia May, founder of Eventistry by Alicia, mom of two, lover of Saturdays, and I'm obsessed with creating phenomenal, profitable events. With a decade of experience, I'm here to talk you through those event roadblocks and even help you get out of your own way. Don't get stuck while planning, strategizing, and budgeting an event or retreat. On the Six Figure Event Podcast, I'm your wing woman. We're going to grow your business, your following, and scale your dreams one event at a time. Hey, welcome back to the Six Figure Event Podcast. Today we have Sabrina Phillip, one of my clients, coming onto the podcast. I'm so excited to talk to her. She is an international business coach who focuses on creating a business on your own terms through strategy, sold out launches, and live events. She's helped thousands take their business to the next level. Welcome today, Sabrina. Thank you so much for having me, Alicia. I'm really excited to be here. Me too. I'm so excited. So tell us what it was like running your first event. Those that don't know, she ran her first event called Intentional Entrepreneur Live just this past November in Orlando. So what was it like running your first event? Up until that point, it was pretty seamless just because, Alicia, you planned everything perfectly. (laughs) I think you talked to me maybe two and a half hours over like a four-month period planning. And I would just kind of like show up and be like, do you guys even really need me here? And she'd be like, well, kind of not really. Like, you can go. You handled everything seamlessly. So that felt super easy. And then when it came to the date, I remember I was so nervous. I was like, Alicia, what's the process for (laughs) that Yeah. I remember that. That was like, what do I say to that? (laughs) Well, what you did is you laughed and you walked away, which was good because once I got up there and warmed up, it was perfect and amazing and the most fun thing ever. I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like going to summer camp or sorority rush or something that's just like really high energy and intense. And then you look back at the end of the week and you're like, oh my gosh, did I just do all of that? Yeah, it was just the most fun thing that I've ever experienced in my business. And I can't wait for the next one. Oh, me too. One thing that I loved, Sabrina, is that you stuck to the timing of the agenda. I told you this during the weekend. Most events don't do this. And tell us what you told me during that event. Like, why did you stick to the time? Why was it really important for you to do that? It's a boundary for myself and my team, but it's also a boundary for everyone who's showing up. People don't really know this, but I'm a certified yoga teacher. And so one of the things that makes me most angry is if a yoga class runs over 10 minutes, because it's like, I plan my schedule really clearly. And I might've had plans after that. We have people coming from Bali and Italy and London and things like that. If we have people who are coming all this way to come see us and then we're disrespecting their time by going over because we can't keep our stuff together, then that's just going to put a bad taste in their mouth. And at the end of the day, they're going to be like stressed and upset and pissed off about it. And they're not going to want to come back the next day. And also, likewise, I have a team that needs to go like take a nap and like get a tequila and chill out. (laughs) Exactly. Well, like I said, most events don't stick to the timing. I've been to events where they've been an hour late and they just decide to show up on stage. So I really love that you respected everyone's time and the agenda was right on point. So I love that. Now, tell me how has hosting an event, your first event changed your business? Like what is your business going to do next year that it hadn't for the last four or five years? 
well, I just signed a contract with you for you to plan three events for me next year. (laughs) Right. But I remember, I think it was either the first or second day, but I came off stage and I went to my coach and I was like, I'm an events person. Like, this is the most fun thing ever. This is how I want to run my business. And it was just so much fun to be able to impact so many people, but it's also just so lucrative and profitable. And it's amazing for brand positioning because There are so many people out there who would love to do what you're doing, but they just don't have the courage or the money to invest into hosting such a huge event. And so kind of being that person that is showing other people that, yes, it's possible, not only does it do great things for my business, but it also just, I think, is really powerful for women to see. Absolutely. Now, you said lucrative. Now, tell me, because a lot of people come to me and say, I don't make money at my events. I've lost 30,000. I don't want to host events anymore because it's just not what I want to do. How Mm. lucrative is it really hosting your own events? And what would you say to those people that say, I don't make money at my events? Yeah, I think that hosting an event was definitely the most lucrative thing I've ever done in my business. I've had half a million dollar launches, but that might have taken a few weeks. I got off stage on day two and I went into the hold room and my coach said, so do you want to talk about that time you just made $400,000 in an hour? And I was (laughs) like, what? what do you mean? And she was like, well, literally you just sold out. We sold a program at the event and we only pitched for one hour pretty much the entire weekend with a few extra minutes on the third day. And we basically just had people go outside and enroll in programs. And at the end of the weekend, it was half a million dollars in sales. So it was just crazy. And I had my biggest cash month ever in November. It was a $300,000 cash month when previously my biggest cash month was two fourteen, but it was just over 200,000. So it's a huge jump. And why do you think people don't make money at their events? Like, what do you think is the reason? Because you just are the epitome of making a six-figure event weekend. Well, I think that it's not just about events. I think it's about any anything we sell in our business. A lot of times we just think about that one product. We don't think about the upsell or what comes next. So for us, for example, we have a membership program called the Academy that we sell, but we ultimately want to upsell those people into the accelerator or the Bali mastermind or other courses. So it's really about that lifetime customer value. And so if you're just thinking about the ticket cost of $297, then yeah, that might not be the most profitable thing you ever do. But if you can turn that $297 sale into a $3,000 sale or a $10,000 sale, that's when it's going to become profitable. So it's not the event that needs to change. It's that we need to focus more on the long-term sales skills. I think we did the math and pretty much every single person in the room, every seat was worth about $5,000 to us. We had people who came on free tickets, like gifted buy one, get one, who paid in full for a $15,000 program. So having that shift also just makes it more enjoyable and fun because you're realizing that the event is a sales tool. It's not necessarily the thing that makes you money. It's a tool to make more money. And in that sense, events are probably one of the best ways to do that. If you look at Tony Robbins, he sells all of his year-long programs and masterminds at Date with Destiny and Unleash the Power Within and all of that stuff. He's not trying to make money on the UPW tickets. He's trying to make money on the next program that they buy. Love that. There's a lot of people focus on the tickets and I need to make this much on ticket sales in order to break even. So it's, I love that you think about it as a long-term and that's also with sponsorships too. It's long-term investment, long-term relationships. Tell me why iLive is different than most events. I've been to events where there's lots of speakers and there's tons of people coming on and off stage and I live I think is very different it's obviously very intentional so tell us about the content and the program 
what's interesting is I had actually never been to a women's business event before I decided to host my own. Really? I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I, the only business event I've ever been to is iLive. Fun. Oh my goodness. So that's yeah. why it's so different because you literally just did it on your own terms, which I mean, I love. Tell us about the program though. I just thought about like, what would I want to do? Like I'm a little bit of an attention whore. Like you want me to share this page <laughs> with 15 other people? Are you kidding? I would just be judgy and I'd be like, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. So (laughs) I don't know. For me, it just, I've heard so many of my clients go to events and they've said there were 20 speakers and they were great, but they only talked for 20 minutes and then they were just trying to pitch me the whole time. And so I didn't want to pitch at all during my event. My coach was like, no, you have to pitch. So we only did it for one hour on day two. So that was a big change. We don't spend the entire weekend selling. I'm the only guest speaker. I speak all day, every day for about six and a half hours, maybe six hours. We do have an MC. We do one hour panel a day. So the first day we had some of my VIP clients come up. The second day, was that the me and Paul one or the- It was you and Paul. Yeah. Yep. The third day was me and some of my team members, but I'm involved in all of those panels and everything is really curriculum based. So day one is all about intentional. So I had three presentations up to 90 minute presentations prepared day two manageable day three profitable. So that was different. And also there's just a lot of interactive coaching. So we really do a lot of hot seat coaching at this event and just intervention style fast breakthroughs. We brought people up onto stage at times so that they could get coaching on stage if that's something they felt comfortable with. We wanted to pass people the mic. We wanted it to be really interactive. For me, the big thing was even with the mini retreats I do for my clients, I always ask myself, what is it that they need to walk away with? So I had a retreat in Positano in September for my clients. And I said, okay, they need to walk away with their next three months planned out. So I was like, okay, ladies, put down the Prosecco and do your sales plan. And then at iLive, it was like, okay, I know what I want them to walk away with. And that's a game plan for how they're going to approach their business in an intentional, manageable and profitable way. And I've gotten so many messages from people saying, you know, I hired that person. I had a thousand dollar or a four figure Black Friday. I did this. I did that. So it works. They went out and they took action and it worked. It definitely did. There was a lot of cries. There was a lot of people that you just brought them on stage in the hot seat and figured out their business in like five seconds. It was that simple for you to see the forest beyond the fire kind of thing. So I love that about your event. And it's very different than 12 other events that I've been to this year. So it was very intentional. Yeah. Well, there was also a rumor going around at some point that I was like a business psychic. So at some of the like <laughs> I love yeah, that. garden party, people would come up and they'd be like, do me, do me, like give me a reading. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> we should set up a psychic tent. <laughs> I'm just thinking that right next to Prosecco Pong. We're not having Prosecco Pong. But anyway, <laughs> what do you think will be different for IE Live 2020? And how are you going to take this model that we built into the next level? Yeah. So I think one of the things I've considered are having people fill out information ahead of time about their business, just so we can review that and then see if there's people we want to call on or use as examples. The event is definitely going to be a lot bigger. It's going to be in Miami. I'm poking Alicia to give me a VIP party on a yacht or just the entire event. Can we like rent a cruise ship? You know what we could, but let's not. (laughs) We're having a VIP party. Yes. On a yacht. We've already done that. It's just now getting the room, but definitely not. No yacht. So whenever Alicia says, don't do something, I don't do it. It's always right. I also call her Santa Claus because she just makes dreams come true immediately. I told her I wanted a drum line and 10 minutes later, she was like, it's booked. 
<laughs> and granted, this was like day one of the event. And it, it was, was like- Thursday night at like 9 p.m. And she wanted a drum line at on Sunday at 12. So yes, we made it work. We make magic happen for sure, my team and I. And they all wore hot pink shirts. Didn't you love that? That was fantastic. Tell everyone about the marching band. If somebody didn't come to the event, they're like, what are you talking about? So why did you want a marching band? Well, good news. <laughs> We're going to have a full marching band and cheerleaders at iLive 2020. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Let's get the Miami Heat. Is that what they're called? Miami Heat? Yeah, Miami Heat. Let's do mm-hmm. it. Perfect. No, Let's so do it. I just, it was like whenever I do something in my business really big, my coach will kind of joke with me and she's just like, be Beyonce. Like, just do it. Because for example, like when I dropped the Bali Mastermind two years ago, I didn't tell anyone it was coming. I just kind of like released a video kind of the way Beyonce releases albums. And so I was just like, be Beyonce. What would she do? She would have a drumline, obviously. So it just felt like something I wanted to do. And it felt really fun. And it also felt silly. And like, I can't actually ask for that. And then I did. And you got it for me. And it was just the best thing ever. (laughs) That was great. That was fun. That was really, really fun. So what would you tell people that want to host their own events, but they're afraid fear comes in? They're like, well, it's not for me. What would you tell people what's your advice i think that it's totally fine to start small my first event ever and i'm not talking a big event like what i live was but my first kind of like experiment with it was january 2018 so just two years ago I had eight people for one day, like eight hours at a hotel in Naples. And I had like a buffet lunch and that was it. And it was so scary at the time. And I remember like being so nervous and like my mom was talking to me and she was like, it's okay. Like you'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. And then it was just the most fun thing ever. And then from there I started doing more client retreats. But I think having an event, it really is just such a labor of love because with retreats, you can kind of do whatever. You just talk to people, show up, have fun, get massages, drink Prosecco. But with an event, It's really about putting your heart out there, putting your ideas out there, connecting with people in a big way, grabbing that microphone, stepping on stage and just stepping into the next level of your business. So if that's something you want, you're never going to feel 100% ready for it. I remember I was telling Alicia, oh my gosh, like, how do we cancel this? And I remember telling my coach, like, I don't want to do this. And she was like, well, think of it this way. If there were three times as many people here, you'd have diarrhea right now. And I was like, yeah, okay, we can think about it that way. Sure. That's great. Whatever. That's so funny. (laughs) You have to start somewhere and you're never going to feel 100% ready, but then you're going to do it. And on the other side, you're going to say, wait, I didn't die. The sky didn't fall down. Nothing burned to pieces. Like it's all good. And you're going to love it. And you're just going to want to do it again and again. Absolutely. I mean, that's why I love live events because it's it's exciting leading up to the actual event and going out there and talking to people that are your tribe or your audience. Talk about if people have this question that they always ask me every day from all platforms, how do you sell a live event? And so talk me through what you did through selling your event through your stories. There was a lot of stories that went on. Talk to us about email marketing, that kind of stuff. For us, we annoyed Alicia because we probably weren't best sellers ever. But you're a great seller though. (laughs) I know, but I was so nervous. I didn't want to sell it. I was like, I'm going to sabotage this thing the whole way through. And so Alicia was like, no girl, here's an eight week marketing plan. And I was like, no girl, I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. You fought me. (laughs) 
I did because I was so nervous. But now on the other side of it, I'm like, this is the best thing ever. What do I do? Anyway, I think that Instagram stories are really important just because they have a higher engagement than any other platform at the moment. You also get a lot more views pretty naturally. I think striking up conversations with people, whether that's via email or direct message is really important. I think people love seeing testimonials about the power of live events. I think that giveaways and challenges and BOGOs and things like that are really going to be helpful. We also bundled a lot of tickets. So we bundled tickets with our other programs where if you bought a course or a mastermind, then you automatically got a ticket. So that was nice because we kind of were set up for 2020 with basically like 60 tickets already, quote unquote, but really they were just like being given away as part of other programs. I think that was nice because we just had a little bit of a baseline, but also it gets your most excited people ready to do it. We had affiliates, so I think that was super helpful as well. And we're going to start setting up our affiliate program now so that they have more time. And we really want to figure out what's our calendar leading up to the event so we know exactly when to sell what and just signing out graphics and social posts and things like that and just making it really fun and exciting for people so that they want to come. Absolutely. I think that's really the key. I mean, if you're not excited about it, then how can people be excited about the event. I love it. I think that's amazing. Last words in terms of overall advice for events. Would you do anything differently? Would you do something the same? What is your big goal for next year for IE Live? Just hire Alicia and let her do her magic and be as little involved as possible and just let it be a surprise because I don't know how you do it. So Alicia reminds me of like, I've told her this, like your children must be like perfect. <laughs> Like I do like, say that. No, I'm just like kidding. soldiers in formation. <laughs> like um. together. Yes, ma'am. So she gets it done, but she's also, you're very creative and you want to make people happy and you make it really fun and smooth and seamless. I remember, are we allowed to talk about the present you got me in the hold room? Sure. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. Don't listen to this hotel people. Anyway, the first day I was super nervous. And so someone went to Alicia and they were like, you need to get her some tequila shots. So Alicia walks in with like eight of the largest tequila shots I've ever seen in my life. They were like double shots. They were like double shots. I was like, what? And so yeah, team members taking shots. Some of my clients came in and were taking shots. I'm pretty sure I had like half a sip. But it was just that like, she just knows what you need. And she makes it happen immediately. And it's the most seamless thing ever. You're like a personal assistant on crack, but like the world's personal assistant, like the personal assistant for 500 or 300 or however many hundred attendees. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing when you're in behind and you're working the room, you also have to read the room. Like I was talking to your coach and I said, here's somebody that doesn't seem interested or not interested, but she seemed aloof because it really hit her. And so she needed tissues. So let's bring or some tissues. So it was very yeah. reading the room, but also making everyone happy. I mean, that's what yeah. I would want at an event. Fine. There was an event that I went to, Sabrina, where the event assistant, she were the event coordinator. She was like, her hair was all frizzy. She had half a tuck in her, she had velour pants and then she had like ripped pants. And she yeah. looked completely out of like, she, she, I said, hey, can you help me? No, I'm busy, you know? And I'm like, wait a second. That's not how you're supposed to be doing an event. 
we were supposed to be welcoming. And so that's why this event was really important for everyone to just have fun and be top of their game. Yeah, you and your team really just focused on making everyone happy, whether that was me or my team or the attendees. I remember last minute y'all scheduled like three massages for me, one at the end of each day. Like y'all just really paid attention to Same day. What same day, needs. Sabrina. <laughs> yeah, same day. You're yeah. like, oh, Sabrina's back is hurting. Like, let's make sure she gets a massage every day, which now we know that for next year, which is awesome, which is why I also think that if you find something that works, stick with it. And so for us, we love long-term team relationships, which is why rehiring Alicia was a no-brainer. Obviously, so because we want to stick with people, but also just because she executed. And on the last day, we had like a team party and she let me crash in her room. So if that's not like motherly care, I don't know what is. <laughs> here, just sleep here, <laughs> Let's not go back to the room. (laughs) But anyway, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for all the wonderful comments. And I can't wait for iLive 2020 and the other two pop-up events. Right now, we have a schedule for May 2020. Dates are going to be announced probably Monday. So just negotiating with the hotel finally. And tell us how to find iLive. Where do we go? What's the URL? How do people buy tickets? What are the different levels? Yep. So you can go to sabrinafelt.com forward slash iLive2020, or if you just go to sabrinafelt.com, you'll see buttons and things like that pointing toward the event. We have three different ticket levels. We have general admission, VIP, and platinum. With VIP, you're going to get some better VIP seating. You're going to get some swag bags. You'll come to our VIP party. With platinum, you will have all of that. Plus, you're going to get our best seating possible. You're going to get a lunch, catered lunch with me. We also have some coaching goodies and surprises. There will be merchandise vouchers for VIP and platinum. And like we said, the VIP party is going to be on a yacht this year. So it's going to be really fun. I am actually drinking my Attention Entrepreneur tea cozy. I wear my t-shirt every day and I put a pop socket on my dad's phone. I put one on my daughter's iPad. She was like, I love this. I said, okay, you can have one too. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sabrina. I really, really loved having you. And again, if anyone wants to join this epic, epic, one of the best events I've ever produced is sabrinaphillip.com slash intentional entrepreneur live. I think it's entrepreneur live 2020. Yep. I live 2020. Perfect. See you there. Bye everyone. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Six Figure Event Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and take the tools and tips and information from our guest speakers to help build extraordinary wealth as an entrepreneur, business owner, or event planner. Join us again next week for a new episode that I hope will continue to help you win in the events.